Hey, Frontier Church. So I was, uh, I was talking to one of our members last Sunday, and I loved what she told me about her experience with Saturdays in the Spirit. She told me that in every pause, with each of the strategic pauses, that she was surprised to find that the entire space was easily filled with prayer, and even that she wanted more of the space rather than more of my more of me talking. And I think that's a perfect example of why Saturdays in the Spirit is so valuable to your discipleship and ongoing spiritual formation. Because the least important part of the practice is when I'm talking, and the most important part of this practice is when I'm shutting up and you're talking with God. But I think it goes to show you how powerful listening prayer is. Asking the right questions, embracing silence, and waiting for a response or a prompt from God. So let's get after it tonight. Tomorrow is week two in our sermon series on 1 John that we're calling Eternal Life Now. And tomorrow's text, which is 1 John chapter 1, verses 5-10, through 10, is about light. It's about understanding that God is light. And that to be a Christian means that we walk in the light. So tonight's Saturdays in the Spirit is going to be about, you, you guessed this one easily, right? Light. So like always, before we start praying, sit somewhere comfortable where you can maximize your time in prayer. Pause the podcast if you need to. Find somewhere comfortable to sit if you need to. Wait till the kids are in bed. Get your iPhones, make them on silent, get them out of the room, get your journal out or not. But position yourself to get as much out of this time as possible. And as we launch into prayer tonight, just draw your attention to one phrase from John chapter 1, verse 5. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So guys, just begin by asking God to help you break free from your distractions, break free from your wandering thoughts, and break free from any nagging responsibilities that are in the back of your mind right now. Simply pray through that one phrase, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all.
God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Guys, when I pray through this verse, I'm reminded that I am not God. I am very much surrounded by darkness, morally, spiritually, emotionally, but I don't find that to be crushing because I think about how John, the author of 1 John, witnessed Jesus heal blind people, people who lived in the dark. These people who spent their entire lives stumbling around in the dark, never gazing at a beautiful sunset as it melted into the horizon, never looking at the face of a best friend while saying a loving word to them. Without God's grace, this is our condition. We can't see God. We can't know God. We stumble around in the dark. But Jesus touches these people in the Gospels, and he grants them sight. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So maybe there's something that God desires to show you about himself tonight. Maybe maybe there's an attribute or characteristic of God's that you've been blind to. But God, if you are light, then what do you want to illuminate? What do you want to show me tonight?
So one aspect of experiencing God as light means that we see who God is truly. But it also means that we experience who we are truly. We, are see, we see ourselves in the light. And this is why John says in 1 John that if we say that we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and we don't practice the truth. So to fellowship with God means our sin is exposed by the glorious light of the gospel. It means that we abandon our delusions of grandeur. It means that we abandon these false ways of viewing ourselves. It means that we give up seeing ourselves as the hero of our own stories, but instead choose to see ourselves how God sees ourselves. It means that we choose to see ourselves realistically as plagued by sin as having tons of infirmities and as having tons of imperfections. So as you sense the light of God dawning on your own heart, sense the, as you sense the light of God rising on your mind right now, just ask the light to expose some darkness in your heart. He's already forgiven you. So where are you failing to measure up to God's perfect law? What secret sin is finding a safe hiding place in your heart? John also says that when we walk in the light, we experience fellowship with God, but we also experience fellowship with one another. This means, like one ancient Christian said a long time ago, 
that we become students of our own infirmities, but students of others' excellencies. Guys, it's almost always the other way around. We are students of our own excellencies, but man, we're students of the infirmities of others. Man, we're students of the imperfections of others around us. So that can change, right? Because God is light. So ask the God of light to illuminate something in the life of another Christian to you right now. Maybe this is another church member, this is maybe a spouse, or maybe even a child. But have you been really, really encouraged by the holiness of somebody else recently? Have you been exceptionally well-led by the leadership of somebody in our church recently? Did somebody recently just speak a word into your life that really took root? Ask God to cast his light upon another church member so that your fellowship in this church might grow. Amen. Guys, I'm, I'm excited to keep moving through 1 John with you all tomorrow morning. No pressure, but I suggest preparing yourself by reading 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 10 tonight. But even if you don't, just keep praying for our church tomorrow. Hopefully, as you've experienced and soaked and marinated in this truth that God is light, hopefully he's casted his glorious light upon another church member tonight. If that's true, highly, highly recommend Highly, highly, highly encourage you to use this opportunity to deepen your fellowship at this church. Reach out to them. Tell them that God brought them to mind. Text them, email, find them at church tomorrow. But keep on pressing in and keep on asking God to give you a word for somebody else in our church. And if he does, make sure you find somebody before or after the service tomorrow and share that word with them. I love you guys. I'll see you at worship tomorrow.